It is Friday, and we are in the second week of a new series, which we are calling Friday Conversations. And with yes, me sir. is the Canadian bomber, the Canadian shaman, the Canadian Bill Simmons, the Canadian son of Loretta Curran, and for this episode, the Canadian Oprah. Yes, sir. Oh, man, still, still, that one's too much. Nico Mutello, what's up? I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing too bad. Uh, before we, before we jump into this year, I'll, I'll touch a little bit on the lack of a football pod earlier this week. We, um, as I'm sure you can kind of tell in the content, we've had a harder time generating football pods at this time of year. There's not a whole lot of news going on back and forth we tried to make it fun with the the tv show references last week but couldn't couldn't quite find the same energy this week um for that reason uh, on top of like the overall lack of football news right now we're gonna put the football pod on hold for a little while and especially considering how much we've got the draft ramping up in basketball. We've got free agency coming. We're both basketball guys primarily. We have love for football, but basketball is our first love. So we're going to be leaning more into that over the next little while. We we will have football coverage again soon. Uh, if you want to see football coverage sooner rather than later, let us know. Or uh, there's a there's a tip jar, so maybe we could bring in another another voice to help us out on the football side but besides that i i i just wanted to let everyone know why they didn't get that expected midweek episode from us yeah i can understand that um Mm -hmm. we are the other thing too is because keep in mind it's it's really a independent show so we don't have the budget of the ringer and we definitely do not have the uh budget of the four letter uh entity oh, yeah of course so which is also owned by the mouse so mm-hmm. we, yeah, we we need you yeah for <laughs> sure uh and uh hopefully as we continue to build this community um we're able to you know grow because that's the mm-hmm. whole thing we want to we have a vision of a frpc discord that has different rooms in it uh, in regards to tv shows and sports and um, pop culture and you know tech stuff and what have you so this is the world that we want to live in so if this is the world that you want to live in you got to invest in the world that you want to see so absolutely use the link tree early (laughs) and often uh, mm-hmm. It is much appreciated. It also helps uh, build the staff and creates a, a more robust uh, community. Yeah. But that's not why we're here today. So, Nico, no. why don't you no. let them know why we're here? Well, we, we have this Friday conversation series out to out to a decent start over the last couple weeks. But we've kind of been promising more of a lighthearted episode of the conversations. We still are going to focus on what we think are important topics to, to go back and forth about. And I think this episode will, will kind of do a good job tackling both of those things. Uh, what we want to talk about in this episode is something that, that always captivates me. And that's those moments those moments in your life that you go back and you think about and you have a hard time moving past them for whatever reason, be it like you cringe at your own self thought, you cringe at uh, whatever you said, or whether it's you made a bad decision that you regret on in your life. Just those, those moments that you just have a hard time getting closure from. I think we're both going to touch on some moments from our life that we've we've struggled with back and forth. 
uh, I know I know I have a couple in mind for sure that I want to bring up. Maybe it'll help us seek closure. Maybe it'll bring a laugh to you guys. And hopefully we can touch on a few things that, that will help others with the same journeys we're on currently. Yeah, so for the older generation, this is a foot and mouth disease. Uh, this could be considered... Uh, what was it for a little while back in like the early 2000s? It was uh, F My Life. People would put stuff on, oh, yeah. on that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can't wait. Um, 50 years of stories, which is great. So, <laughs> um, But what hopefully what we're also going to get out of it is that, you know, like we said, we're going to just try to have some fun. But, uh, yeah little egg on our face today so i should be yeah I mean, i'm interested in that so did you want to start off or did you want your boy to start off uh yeah it's up to you i can i can go i you can go if you have something off the top of your head i i know i'll be able to hold mine my my story so well you were the brainchild of this so mm-hmm. the floor is yours sir okay i'll kick it off here um the <laughs> We're currently on, like you just talked about, we're trying to build something up. We're trying to create a sports uh, show, a sports uh, website, uh, just a group of people who talk sports in the right way and uh, can can really like move forward and I, I like the word holistic that you you've used in the past. That's that's kind of the way I I want to look at it too. But something I know for both of us is that we've kind of been at the doorstep here before. Um, I there not only is the, the QPPN era that we tried to embark on previously, but uh both of us have some some other things in our past that we we've tried this before and it hasn't went so well for us necessarily and that's kind of what i wanted the first thing i wanted to touch on this episode because i i have tried this uh before definitely i in 2013 14 15 I also worked with uh, a different startup company, but this one was in the fantasy space. It's called In This League. They still, they're still out there, and they've uh, been fairly successful. Actually, I was one of the first people to sign on with them early. I I really bought into their podcast. I loved the humor that they were bringing and everything else. Um, it started with two guys, Christopher Welsh and Scott Bogman, Bogman and the Welsh. They're now both uh, people who work with Fantasy Pros. So it's been it's been great for the two of them. Absolutely. They're they're excellent. And I I started out with them early out in my in my interest in being in this space. And uh I put together some uh, some stuff that I was really proud of and I w- worked hard at it. But I was also 20 years old and, and a goddamn idiot at the time. And they they continuously gave me great opportunities. We I, At one point, I was actually a part of a show with uh, Bogman doing something like we're doing right now, but talking about IDP fantasy football. So... We've been on the precipice here before. I've been on the precipice here before. And I was working with some pretty successful people. But at the time, I would often just skip out on my work, sit in my room, play video games. I would sleep in and miss uh, live drafts that we we set up together. I would make all sorts of mistakes and as things started going well i also met my ex-girlfriend and as soon as that happened i basically ghosted them and 
I was on I was on like the precipice of something that ended up big at the time and they've been incredibly successful and they were great dudes and I treated them really poorly down at the end there and that's something like I'll always regret and and I guess I guess this one this one I had a harder time working the funny into maybe maybe the the funniest part is some of the old work I did with them and I think I I remember we did some some live draft stuff for the 2015 NFL draft and in that in that show I compared a young Johnny Manziel to one Kobe Bryant I was <laughs> I was all the way bought in so Johnny Football. I think yeah so I like I said I had the passion that I had today and I was with an outfit with really talented people that ended up being successful. And I think the the main takeaway I had from that situation, especially after a conversation the two of us had last night, I just wasn't ready for it at the time. I, I thought I was. I had a passion for the project. They even spoke to me many times about my age and about how I like didn't, fully realize what I was doing, what I wanted yet. And they, they understood and they worked with me, but I, I made the big mistake in the end and I definitely treated some people poorly that I shouldn't have. And I just hope that I've learned from it at this point and that things like this don't turn around and happen again. I, I, definitely am more responsible now and I've apologized to both of them several times for the way I acted but it's just I think for me it was one of those things that I had a hard time coming to the realization of is no matter how bad I wanted something it just I wasn't ready to get it I wasn't in the spot where I understood the gravity of everything that was happening all at once Ooh. Yeah, um, the the word that comes to mind is uh, you were just like naive enough not to appreciate it. Yeah, like, absolutely. Fully, fully, you know, that's yeah, what, that's what I come up with it. Um, like you said, the video games. You said the like the ex girlfriend. Um, mm-hmm. You were just getting with her. Yeah, yeah, video games were just more of an example. It wasn't necessarily that I was obsessing over them, but it was just like I was at that age where I was just whether it's playing video games, whether it's partying at friends, I just uh I was just doing anything else rather than taking seriously the the great opportunity that I had been given. Yeah, man, I I get it. I I mean, this leads us this leads me right into 2021 i think there was a draft going on if not mistaken it was actually Mm. a live draft there was yeah and i were in this room yeah we um spotify green room which is it was locker room or something like that beforehand or whatever i don't know yeah it was locker right so we're in a situation where I think at this point we had probably like six or seven people that were in and around the entity that now, I guess if you want to call it the entity that now has formulated into FRPC, right? Which was QPPN, which was question coin pod network. But I remember that draft and I remember talking to people and I remember just like the intensity of talking with people. And now that I look back on it <laughs> now, right? Mm-hmm. You I want I was not at the person's level. Like I needed to reach them, I needed to convey a message to them about how important this was. But I was trying not to put pressure on people. So I was yeah. trying to 
I was trying to do something right, but I was trying not to do so. I was trying. I was doing You're it wrong. wrong I was doing it completely in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we were, you know, in a point where investors were like starting to sniff around a little bit, mm-hmm. and a couple guys in specific. And I just remember like not freaking out, but kind of just saying like, "Is everybody ready?" You know, do we have, do we know what we're doing? Mm -hmm. Um, Words that you don't use, right? We had talked about that. Um, Trying to fill people with what they needed at the point in time. Mm -hmm. And I remembering how the draft went and it started off great. Mm -hmm. And then I just remember it just deteriorating into this like, Almost like audio food fight, basically. Yeah. yeah. And it quickly went off the rails. And I went, oh, yeah, this this is bad. This is so bad. Yeah. And the person told me at that point in time, it's like, we, we're just, you're not ready. Yeah. And, and we I thought, yeah, and I thought we were. And we weren't. Yeah. We were nowhere near it. Yeah. At the point in time, and um, it was it was eye opening, mm-hmm. but it was also like you know when you have an idea, yeah, and then the idea you share it with somebody, and they seem to really like that idea, yeah. Then you you share it with a couple other people, and they seem to really like that idea, yeah. It's still your idea. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna have ownership of that idea more than you. Yeah. And the vision and how they're gonna see it, and you know, do they feel mm-hmm. like they have enough uh, emotional equity in the in the in the project or whatever the case may be? Yeah. And what I found is that myself, as somebody leading this group, wasn't mm-hmm. ready wasn't able to convey messages at a, at a level where I needed to. And the other thing is pushing forward and not knowing your personnel as well as you kind of need to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, We, we both made that mistake at the time. I think we were, we got momentum and we we had a team around us so we we felt really good about where we were at the time but it didn't it didn't end up materializing into what we wanted it to be because we we didn't nurture it in nearly the right way and we were i think going kind of by the seat of our pants a lot of the time and we we needed to like tie down and create some organization uh i i'm appreciative of the the momentum we got then because it has like turned and became very helpful to the the momentum that we have gained now but it we it's still not like we were able to recapture what we had previously so we're hopefully i think now we're in a place where we're getting the reps in we're figuring it all out and we feel a lot more ready to get to a spot where we can expand nico i'm gonna tell you a couple of the highlights of that actual situation the reason why i want to bring them up because this is the hilarity and the funny in it yeah, one yeah of the... I'm bad at the funny. I'm I'm learning in this episode. I'm I'm struggling. One of the people that was in our group mm-hmm. left the draft because they were so upset with who they picked. Yeah, yeah, yes. that did happen. So we had a person almost have a nervous breakdown. Kidding, but kind of no, in the sports yeah. way, right? Yes, yeah, nervous yeah, breakdown, yeah. sports way because mm-hmm. of that draft. Um. We have one person who, if I'm not mistaken, 
as the pie went on, he was in and out, but as the pie went on, there was drinking involved, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we had one person who was just, he just got bored after about pick 13. Nah, it, no, it's a little deeper than <laughs> that. It? it was like, like 17? yeah, like pick 22 or was something it? Okay. like that. And then he was out of the whole process altogether. But also, there was like an argument with like a with with like a father on the pot. Oh yeah, it's got to get wild, man. Oh. That that was the direction we were leaning into, and uh, perhaps even today there might be. Uh, another conversation with one of one of those characters who might might even make their return to this spot here but uh again another person who is in a better spot than they were at that time and it was just man here's the here's the last one that i want to bring up though because it was to me the funniest okay okay go for it and it bordered on the absurd Mm -hmm. towards the end of the pot yeah. Or towards the end of the draft. Mm-hmm. We had a group that decided that they wanted to play like a video game. I can't re- it was oh, I wanna I wanna remember it so badly. But they were more intrigued. <laughs> so were we ready? No, we were not ready. Obviously, we were we were not ready. What's that Kevin Hartline? We weren't ready. We yeah. weren't ready. We weren't ready. Not ready. <laughs> Um, so I, I learned a lot from that. I, it was it was so bad that it was mm-hmm. funny because <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah. like a circus. Yeah, we need to get that recording eventually like and do something with it because, oh. man, cause we definitely recorded that episode. I don't know what the hell Spotify has done with the a million recordings they refuse to send anyone. But mm. shout um, out to our friends at Spotify Live that just oh. decided that this the duration of this uh, live room is too long, and we're not going to give you the recording. Yeah, awful. Just no, not going to give it to you whatsoever. I think <laughs> I I wonder if a large part of that might like it was very definitely helped by this but it was also hurt by the fact that we were in the pandemic we were going through the pandemic at the same time and like while we were becoming more and more used to this idea of sitting home and communicating online that was also huge for social audio apps the pandemic overall we were becoming more and more used to that in something like what happened the draft that very big long moment i think people started to become stir crazy a little bit because they still you well while you're getting used to this whole idea of sitting home all the time and and like not not doing anything something this serious this level of like there was a lot of stakes on the situation all happening at once and feeling like okay we delivered the first hour and a half we we did that and then i think people just started to fall apart <laughs> and the it's almost like of it all it's almost like when you're in school and it's too mm. quiet and then somebody starts laughing yeah uh, that was me every time i get in trouble every time i was the kid who laughed at the silences the moment of silence for someone who passes away and i'm doing everything i can to hold in a gimmick a giggle rather uh, it's never good no. Mm-hmm. So you have that, and the and I think the thing that I marvel at now is that mm. we were in rooms with people for hours upon hours. Yeah, it's not like we didn't know 
what sort of detonation could go off. Yeah. yeah. We've seen it. It's not like, oh, this was a surprise. That's yeah. the best part. These yeah. are the things that always are the things that are the best part of it. And this is where the drawback to what you were talking about. Um, at the moment that you know, right? Yeah. What do you do? Can you do anything about it? Yeah. And sometimes it's literally the feeling of just the wettest fart in church that you can possibly have. Yeah. And then you just smell it and you have to live in it. And then, okay, we know now not to have a breakfast burrito before we go into church. We do. Or a uh, psychologist uh, therapy session or, I don't know, a court date or whatever would be very, very, um, Mm. that would be very, very bad for that to happen. So, yeah. Yeah. We just Uh-oh. the trolls upon trolls upon just yes now we hit the absurd now we okay what level can we push this and um there was a phrase that I will not complete the com- I will not complete the whole phrase someone mm-hmm. said I want to get freaky you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There was a, a a vulgar word at the back end of it that we don't utilize at all. <laughs> but allow your mind to go, and then you might come up there. <laughs> Perhaps. That was great. Mm-hmm. And he was very... Uh, what's the word I want to use? Impactful with his phrasing with that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Oh, um, let's see. Another one okay. that I'll go with um, relationship. I can go in there, right? Because you always. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. So, but the CFO, yes, sir. You know that I've been happily married to a wonderful, wonderful woman for a while. The CFO of the company, Belinda Carter. Okay. Now, to this day, I still don't know how (laughs) I am married to this woman. I I don't. I can't give you how. I I just, I, I don't know how. Tell me how Tell me how successful you think this relationship would be if I give you these four things. One, her mother dies eight days before my sister dies, and I don't even recognize Mm -hmm. it. Like, I didn't, I thought it happened a while ago. Okay. First date. Bees chase us. Like chase yeah. us. I mean, well, full on that, sprint. That seems the boy like a bonding running, home. like getting um, the Jalen Ramsey situation. I'm doing my forty, right? Yeah. Okay. There's well, her first thought was like, "Is this a sign? We should we not do this anymore?" But mm-hmm. she went along and went. The date went great. I will tell you. Great Rough, communication, whatever. That's early enough. Now, right? seven that's days after that, buddy, I forget her birthday. Okay. Hold on. We're, we're, okay. we're not doing it. We're, we're not done. 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 All right. So we 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 forget the birthday. Make amends for that, right? Okay. <laughs> Um, how can I put this? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so as we're getting closer to being married, to, to, to getting married, I say like, mm. you wow. know, we put this thing off like two or three that, times. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, that's a hard one to, to come back from. and just be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In foot 
insert into mouth. You work through. Oh, oh, you got oh, to oh, 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 oh. like that. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to to this day, it worked for you. To this you day, I still don't know how. Least though, that's, to this day, that's definitely nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously it lets me know, like, obviously in between all those things, I was, you you know, I had to be really good at whatever I was doing. So it it worked (laughs) out. But I I would love for somebody to tweet at me and say, okay, these are like the first four things that, like, yeah, and yeah, we're not even talking about all the other stuff that now has transpired after that, which is amazing too. You know, so it, God bless this woman. It, it like if she walked out yeah. of here like in the <laughs> middle of the pod and said, "I want yeah. a divorce," I yeah, would literally I be like, I've, "I man, I feel fair. that way sometimes too." <laughs> where it's just like, fair. I I work to do what whatever i can but like a lot of times i just make those fucking dumb mistakes that yeah if she if she had to move on i i definitely could understand <laughs> mhm uh yeah i yeah fair i can understand i see oh. your point right what's um <clears throat> What's another thing that you, I don't just, know, in this, in this thing, in this, yeah, um, yeah. I guess your moment call, was a I little different. I was, I, mo- I primarily stolen, was thinking of whatever. moments that I still kind of struggle to seek closure with, but I know you don't have as many of those. You've, you, you've got past the closure moments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I can still relate, though. I have some that are that are not something that I dwell on anymore. But there are things that like, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. now I go. Because that happened, I know that that will never happen again. Like, I know for a fact. It's in the front. front No, that's fine. I want to do this for you first. That will not happen again. So you you know to to get the mark. Um, but this is this is definitely the moment <laughs> I cringe about the most when I think back to it. So I'll I'll go into it, and it involves some uh, some NBA players here. So I I had never been to America in my my life at the time. Uh, me, my fiance, a couple of her aunts and their their significant others this is my current fiance the only one i've had no it's okay now this <laughs> is your current fiance no nah, it's all good it's uh okay I just at to the be, time I, we were we were Shane, not my engaged, apologies though. To, so to my, that to is my girl, an so. important uh delineation i guess she's she was not really involved in the story but um this is pre-pandemic, I think, uh, that same year. We make a trip to Vegas. Um, a little after um, Summer League has ended. So there's still NBA players floating around the area. But in my head, I'm thinking they're all they're all out of here by now, right? And... Uh, me and uh, Satch, that's one of Shannon's uncles, are walking in Vegas. We are are past three sheets to the wind. I am quite intoxicated, him as well. And there are these people from Bleach Report on the strip who um, are so pulling we get pulled aside we fill out some forms um this and this parts of go this to be interviewed be by this basketball personality uh right to this we, day we they didn't, didn't get involve most of me and in the video though most of them it's just when we walk up 
and it's just this guy who I don't recognize. And he's there with a microphone asking us a bunch of questions about the league. And he starts, he asks me a couple questions like, who's your favorite team? Um, what do you, what do you like about basketball? How long you been a fan and all that stuff. He presses me a bit on being a Rockets fan. And, uh, he asks about some players on the team and I list the big stars. He presses me further. I list the whole roster. So, uh, that that's all going on. And then he asks me, how do you feel about Boban Marjanovic and Tobias Harris? And at the time I'm like, Oh, they got the best bromance in the league. I love it. And then they, he asks me, how do you feel about them as basketball players? And I say, Tobias Harris is really good, but Boban Marjanovic sucks. And I spend the next three minutes detailing all the reasons why Boban Marjanovic is a bad basketball player. And this guy has a weird amount of comebacks for me that I, I didn't expect. And he comes at me with different stats. I talk about how those stats are flawed. He comes at me with like how Boban played on certain teams. I talk about other players on those teams and why those teams were successful outside of Boban. I go very hard on Boban Marjanovic in my brain being not a good basketball player. I am so, so intoxicated at this time that I didn't really think twice about it. Shortly after that, the interview ends. I I try to make a joke and I hug the, the interviewer. He laughs. Um, but I, I thought it was a great interaction. Um, I find out the next day from my fiance, a girlfriend at the time, who spoke to the people at production that uh, one Boban Marjanovic was in fact on a speaker talking to the guy who was interviewing me the entire time through. And I just explained for three straight minutes to Boban Marjanovic why he is a bad basketball player. I want this player. footage. I want this footage now. I, I don't think it exists. You can go to the Bleacher Report video. They, I'm in the video for a brief second. They spell my name wrong, but it's just like this joke about Hennessy at the very beginning of the interview. And then I don't appear again throughout the video. Um, I have been racked with guilt over that moment for basically every day since then. That's Tobias <laughs> Harris, best friend dog. You did him dirty. Oh man, I know. That's also a guy on the Rockets now for for over a year and every he doesn't even suck. Like I I wasn't making I I was just defending a point I don't even believe in. I was just drunk and being an idiot. I like honestly can't believe myself in that moment. Like he's not a bad basketball player. He's good for a lot of different reasons. He just can't really move his feet, so he's not like a high-level playoff contributor. It makes sense because he's huge, but he's a good player. I just was drunk and being an asshole at the time, and I, uh, man, I have such a hard time moving on from that moment. It's, and I, like, I know he doesn't care. I know he is way bigger than some random drunk asshole in Vegas talking shit to him. But that far and away is the worst moment, I have to say, for me going back and remembering and hating myself. It makes me cringe over and over, and I will feel like I'll never get closure for how much of an asshole I was in that moment. So, Boban, I am so sorry. You do not suck. You're good at basketball. At the time, I should have talked about how I always use you in 2K, and you're always the man in 2K. Uh, I respect you, my my Rockets brother, and I am so, so sorry <laughs> for how much of an asshole I was that one day. He's a global icon and a national he treasure. Is. He is. And we love Boban. That's our guy. Yeah, I was 
I man, I think it's one of those things. He was popular. I I just had to. I felt like I had an axe to grind Bieber with him all over again. No, no not Justin Bieber. I was I wasn't jealous jealous of Boban. It was yeah. You like he. I I honestly think the main reason it happened is because the first thing when when I I tried to make a joke about Boban sucking. And then what I thought in the moment was the guy made an argument about PER. And then I like, you can't use PER in a basketball argument. That's how you get me riled up. You get me working into how it's a stat that like favors the wrong people way too much. And so I just dug my heels in way too far in a take I didn't even believe. And absolutely like... (laughs) I don't know, ruin like I have got I've lost so many hours of sleep because of that moment that has affected my life infinitely more than Bobon's, definitely, but it uh I just I uh, I'm getting uncomfortable even just talking about it right now because it's so it, it felt like very out of character for me and it's something that alcohol kind of coaxed out so canadian nick wright with the takes oh man what are we doing all right Uh, i'm gonna save you i don't know and i'm gonna make you laugh all at the same time all right okay i'm here i'm gonna harken you back to an age where there was no social media whatsoever sir we are going back to 1993 year before there was any right. Nico. Um, we're also go obviously going back to an era where there were no cell phones, really. You know, we just mm. kind of got them, whatever. Yeah. Yes, sir. Bricks. Now, I am 21 years of age. And what mm. does any red-blooded American do? On his 21st mm-hmm. birthday, who resides in Los Angeles, California. Go we to go to Vegas, brother. baby. Oh, Vegas, yes. Vegas. That's a good Now, uh, Nico, are you familiar with one Mark Wahlberg? Oh, I. Ooh, man. Yes, I, I am. This is one of my natural enemies. Oh, well, you are continue. going to love this story. Oh, You're going okay, to yeah. really one of my love, least favorite You're going to really love this story then. Okay, so... Okay. Before Mark Wahlberg did movies and was very, very successful, he had a very oh, he had a budding uh, music career... And he was Marky Mark mm. and the Funky Bunch. The rap star. Yes. Um, all I can tell you is that I was drunk that day. So I'm mm. walking into Caesars. Who do I see? Mm. Marky Mark. And do you know what my response to Marky Mark was? What? what I can do the Marky Mark dance better than you and take off my pants. And I took my <laughs> pants off at Caesars. I was doing the Marky Mark dance Ooh. in the ground floor of Caesars Palace in 1993. Oh, man. Doing right. the Marky Mark dance in front of one Mark Warburg. Uh, I think he still probably had a better six pack than me at that point in time. Uh, I was in shape at that point, so you couldn't talk talk to me at all. Did you get? Did you get? No, I told out? him it was my twenty first birthday. I also told him what room I was staying in, and they didn't kick me out, so we were good. <laughs> yes, sir. Yikes. But is it cringeworthy? Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah, is it bad judgment? Yes, it was. Was it alcohol yeah. infused? Stupidity? Yes, it was. Yeah. 
at least he did it to him. Yeah. Uh, not not like good, I feel like I I disrespected like the nicest guy in the world, and you disrespected like a racist who thinks he could have stopped. But uh, I also told him I could do his dance better than him, and I probably oh, but you probably could have. I don't know. I was. Ah, uh, man. I, I didn't see the two of you do it at the time, but you you had a point. I was just making shit up and digging not my, my best moment. Uh yeah, yeah. No, not not, not your my best, best moment. moment. I wouldn't Yeah, so we, we all got those. So kids, if 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 there's a lesson in here, stay away from Vegas. Drinking. Oh yeah, I Drinking. guess so. Yeah. Or unless yeah. you are literally trying to recreate the hangover, then yes, you mm-hmm. will do what I did. So, um, the I guess the one thing that I want to talk about is you were talking about how to you kind of not obsess you sometimes linger on the moments. That you want to yes. get back, like what's oh, what's yeah. the thought process of, like, you told me something yesterday that was intriguing to me. You said that um, if I could figure out the lesson, then I could tweak the moment. Yeah, well, then right. I can right. move on from it. If I can, if I can think back to an awful thing in my life an awful moment a cringeworthy moment for whatever reason be it with a girl be it like calling Boban Marjanovic bad at basketball be or it whatever Mark dance in front of Mark and Mark yeah we've made that like that if I can look back on it and observe something about myself or observe something about the way people react to certain things if i can do something like that and make a conscious effort to improve that in my life then i do do not have a hard time seeking closure with the moment that registers in my head as something that like okay i learned something i know better i can move forward in a situation like again and more accurately the boban thing where it's something that I do not believe. It's something that, <clears throat> like, I I knew at the time what I would do better. And I know now what I would, like, nothing's changed about my mind state on these things. It was just me being an idiot asshole drunk person that... That's what makes me look back and cringe and regret and unable to move on from something. It's if I have a hard time gleaning that insight from whatever moment. I just, I don't know what I'll do. I I can't even say that what I learned from this moment was don't sign contracts when drunk. Because I'd... I'd learned that lesson already before there's a video you can find of me on youtube trying to read a ctv news article will hammered off my ass and i i regretted that for years before the boban thing happened so oh oh, that is that is easy to find i can show it to you whenever yeah yeah well i mean it's yeah it's just I, I guess I'm going to have to find another way to build closure and move on from it. Maybe I was thinking maybe like talking about it publicly like this will help me. I, I'm not sure I, but I'm always looking for something that will help me stop being imprisoned by these moments of the past. Yeah. I think, I think what really, what it boils down to is like, my baggage that I have, right? And I have a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it, uh, I, some of it I've shared, some of it will probably come as we continue to go because we're not trying to keep it as a, like a downer show. So we're going to have some good episodes here. But <clears throat> what I find is that knowing that it's in the back seat, 
and it's not something mm-hmm. that I'm carrying with me all the time. I can like pull little memories or whatever. And mm. their lessons now. It's like, oh, I did this. And it's all yeah. uh, it's all about self-scouting. It's all about self-evaluation where I it's not about, oh, I gotta be the best or I gotta be better or whatever. It's all about being a whole person. And then yeah. as you grow and as you mature, you start to look at things differently and you start to react differently and yeah, things that you did in the past look absolutely idiotic to you because you know who you you know you have a better understanding of who you are at this point, right? Things have changed, mm-hmm. whatever. But you're also gaining knowledge as you go. And you've probably been in those situations, maybe not exactly, but similarly. So now you have had repetition on refining what it what it was that you were trying to gain out of that situation so i think it comes with like just time and repetition i think what happens is Mm -hmm. is that people get to a point where they're i do do a lot of self-reflection i do do a lot of self-evaluation but the one thing that i don't do is that i do not beat myself up anymore those days are gone i can call myself an idiot but it's not like you're an idiot and you're hitting your head and all that. No, mm. it's kind of like that wasn't smart. That <laughs> that was not smart. Yeah. And laugh, mm. you know, laugh about it. Yeah, and not take it seriously because I always look at the next day as a completely blank page, and whatever I did yesterday is completely gone, and it's today. Yeah, and I can focus on that. So. Nothing stops you from being the best person today. Nothing stops you from being Mm -hmm. a better communicator today. Nothing stops you from being a conscientious citizen today. Nothing stops you from being a better uh, fiance or whatever the case would be today. If you're if you're Mm -hmm. looking at yesterday, how can you be that be this person you want to be today? That's always my question is if we're here and we're. I can see thinking about it, but mm-hmm. having it like where it's gnawing at you, that that's a different yeah. thing. And I don't think there's I don't yeah. think there's growth on it gnawing at you. I think there's yeah, growth in I, like going, that's the situation. I did this, mm-hmm. don't do that again. And you might not even yeah. have the feel the full answer yet of what it is that you need to do or say in that particular situation, but you do know you're not doing that one, right? We can cut, we can yeah. now say, it's like an experiment. When you fail at an experiment, mm-hmm. okay, 992 didn't work. Move on to 993. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's, I, and I think I understand that way of looking at stuff, but I just, that telling me or like not gnawing on something is not something I can easily achieve. I do whatever I can to kind of move on from those certain moments, but some of them just, just live there for longer than you'd want. But that's the point we were talking about too. Is that where you mm-hmm. are being 29? Yeah. It's not, you're really exactly where you need to be. You know, and mm-hmm. I think that's where, that's where people, and maybe, because it makes it sound like I'm being condescending and I'm really not trying to be. People who are under the age of 35 right now, I'd say like the 20 to 35 range. As far as that's concerned, I think give yourself a little break. You know, you just give yourself a moment where it doesn't have to be perfect. You're not achieving this. You're not. You're not motivated by this. It's just you're just there, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I know it's hard to be at a point where you want to get there get i gotta get there yeah 
Mm. Put one foot in front of the other. That's how you're going to get there. There's no magic yeah. pill or anything. It's just you walk through life yeah. and you go 100%. through it and you get better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, that that might be a good place to end. Yes, I think that's the perfect summation of kind of what all we're talking about. I think maybe I'm going to need a few more reps on trying to find episodes that can be funny because I I clearly had some difficulties finding the funny in these moments. But uh, I think going forward, we'll do some more story times and... Uh, Hopefully, hopefully, I can reflect on a few of the funny stories I've got in my past because there are there are. And of course, of Vince will always be a complete idiot for you. Do not worry. I will always have Anytime. that. I will always have that in my oh, bag. Me. That Vince was a complete idiot younger. Not even a question. Like this, Vince would talk to that Vince like way worse than I talk to you. <laughs> Oh, man, for sure, man. If I could get if I could get my hands on my fifteen year old self, uh, he he would he would have a lot to answer for. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh my god! What did you do? Mm-hmm. Buy some right. Bitcoin. Right. Absolutely. Uh, get involved. Oh, you know. Hey. Even though it's kind of expensive, still buy some Apple stock. It's going to still go up. You know? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. True. By the way, this thing this thing even, called streaming, get get on that early. Yeah. Nvidia Nvidia stocks even a few months ago. Man, that's through the goddamn mm-hmm, room. Mm-hmm. Well, we had, yeah, we we lost the perfect. No, we didn't. Here. No, because what we also want to talk about is this is the point where we want to continue to build community. And these are the type of things that we would like to discuss with you. So if you're inclined, send us an email to frontrunnerpc at gmail.com. Also, you can tweet at us at frontrunnerpc and at NicoFR. PC. We would love to hear from you. Sure we would love feedback on this episode. Remember, we are now an audio and video medium, so you can check us out on sure YouTube are. at Frontrunner Podcast Collective, and you can get us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Pandora. And what did Nico find out about himself the other day? Nico, what are you now? I I love I'm to put Nico on the spot like this. Sure. Look at the face on Nico. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. He where has you're no going. idea what I'm, I'm talking gonna... about. Nico no, 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 and myself, no. because we are on uh what is it? There's one there's one site. We are authors. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. Amazon. Amazon. It was Amazon. Amazon had all the podcast listed as audiobooks and us listed as authors. So we Fancy. are Fancy. Fancy. Yes, sir. So not only yes. are we Public. worldwide podcasting uh, legends, we are also mm-hmm. budding superstar authors as well. So I like to shout out everyone who listens to us. We are so appreciative of our audience and please tell people about it uh subscribe to the youtube channel um subscribe to um follow us us on um the apple pod and spotify and what have you and uh ratings as well we need those and uh build build the army just yes help help us build it up we're we're uh now posting to tiktok kind of regularly as well we'll have some clips up from this episode we have some clips up from our last episodes on a few different TikTok accounts. So just check us out there. All our ads are carry over there as well. And for the stumbling Canadian, the Canadian bomber, the Canadian shaman, the Canadian Bill Simmons, the forever Canadian son of one Loretta Curran. And for this episode, just my main man, Just my main man, 
this is my guy. So when you see me, you see my guy. This is my this is my Canadian shadow over here, Nico Miatello. And we are out, and we'll see you on this feed on Monday. Mm. Peace.